0: Welcome everybody to Den Excelsior, the Mostly Marvel podcast with you as always me, Ricky. I always forget how I introduce the show. I'm Ricky. It's how most. you introduce it. Uh, With me as always is Dennis. I think that's how I, I properly do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're coming at you the week of January 19th. Show notes. We are recording this on the 18th. But so those of you listening are hearing this no sooner than the 19th on Friday.
1: Yeah, that way we're just covering our butts in case like crazy Marvel news happens.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, if the Deadpool 3 trailer comes out in a couple hours. Here's
1: our here's our reaction. Oh, it was so whoa, good. Whoa, whoa. Oh, man, Hugh Jackman was in it.
0: Yeah. Well, all right, there right. We we'll go. speculate on those cameos later, but we got a cameo for this one. For the nice. show,
1: that was one of your better ones.
0: Welcome back, Clark.
1: <laughs> that was, that was <laughs> one of your better ones. It's, I think <laughs> if you just, you know, we're on episode 120, we
0: just keep it going. You're going to get really good at these. <laughs> yeah, I'd say that's <laughs> a number 120. Yeah, huh. yeah. God, well, congratulations.
2: It's a lot. That Deadpool right? trailer
0: was amazing. That's t- yeah.
1: <laughs> but, you know, I got I to gotta say, though, I have a friend who's, who's letting me know he was going to be a, a guest. For the first time on on a a podcast, it's it's not a nerdy podcast, so like I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna plug it, I'm not gonna plug it or anything like that. And he was like super nervous about speaking like on on that kind of platform and like speaking, you know, like he he's always afraid of how his words get jumbled and stuff like that. And I was like thinking about it and I'm like, man, remember when we were nervous about this? Yeah, but now now we've done 120 and no one listens to us, so it's great. And that's why you do 120. I'm we kidding. Do you do few get better. I'm kidding. We do have listeners. We have, loyal we listeners. have a few. We do. I mean, yeah,
0: I, I'll say this. We're, we're not in it for the money. Let's just, I think we can, we've proven that. At that point.
1: And that should count for something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. We're, we do it for the love, the love of the game.
1: Yeah. 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 But, but it's a lot easier and you take it for granted. So as much as I give you crap yeah. about your segues, I'm very confident and happy with, your performance nowadays versus okay. you know when we started this two three years ago and I was constantly yelling at you for every dumb thing you were doing. Yeah. Now,
0: I yell, now you I yell yeah, at you a lot
1: less. I yell you a lot less. You do.
0: Yeah. That's a
1: that's a bonding thing is what it is. It's a <laughs> it's a, it's it's you know it's a strong bond.
0: Well well uh, let's let's we haven't introduced what we're talking about. We're I think uh, we're talking about Mars attacks this week. The Six. 1996 1996 Tim Burton classic this was my classic pick with, cl- classic was, with my, quotes around it yeah my I think this was my uh, first bang. movie pick right that we get to do and this is what I, I came out with
1: yeah because we weren't going to do your other one right which is uh, what, was the, what was the other one that you were picking the other the you have two movies and what was the other one I'm sorry I can't,
0: I can't even remember now what's well, your, your other favorite movie I like Tron, but I don't think I talked about Tron on this show.
1: Not, not Tron. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. Science. Will... No, it wasn't science. It's okay. We we it's go back and watch the previous episode and we can figure it out. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but in any case, I think the the cool thing about you getting to pick it is you get to explain why you picked it. And I'm curious to know why you picked Mars Attacks.
0: I used to be extremely frightened of this movie as a child it was this and chucky those are those are my kryptonite i saw any image on the screen with with mars attacks or chucky going to my old blockbuster to get a movie and i would pass by the uh, cover the the then vhs and then turned into dvd cover of either movie and it would just scare the shit out of me I I I think it's because I've always grown up with like a fascination with aliens. Like I, at, you know, when as soon as I could read, I would check out books on like, you know, these are aliens. These are like, you know, like basically the kid from science. That was me growing up. So watching clips looks like I had never seen this whole movie through either way. Or on top of that, I've only just seen like clips of, of the movie, and you know, it freaked me out because it's very. It invokes a lot of the same imagery as some of those like books I was reading as a kid of like, you know, big, bulbous head aliens coming down and flying saucers and ray guns and shit. So it just always frightened me, and I never stuck around long enough to see the the comedy in in it. I just saw these scary-looking things, and I, I lost I, it.
2: To be fair, there's some pretty horrific images.
0: Ah, huh. and I'm... I'm
1: a little floored by this. I I I never in a million years would have seen this movie as something scary, but I'm trying to see it through your eyes, like with so, Clark with what Clark's saying. And yeah, there's some '96. I, 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 was... I will
2: say this. It pushed some PG thirteen boundaries. Oh, yeah. Like because I was watching it again, like well, there's the, the random deaths that happened, and I know we're gonna get into this more, but the the scene where a certain we haven't said the spoiler warning yet, but the scene where they're, we're we're not getting a spoiler warning. Okay. Yeah. So when they, when they have Pierce Brosnan's body all broken up and blood is dripping from his body parts. And if you really are looking at like the dis, the, the chest, the dismemberment of it, the dismemberment, like that's, that's in horror movies. You know, that's, that's a horror movie. scene. I saw that yesterday and I was
0: like, kids weren't soft back back then, brother.
2: Yeah. All
1: right, now I can see it. It's it's just it's it's funny to me because like I I have very different memories of this movie where it's just like, am I supposed to laugh at this? Like, is this funny? Like, is okay? I think this is funny, you know. Like, but yeah. I was I was in an age where I was uh, you know I thought I kind of knew what to expect from Tim Burton, and mm-hmm. and and this one kind of this one went a little off the rails like, back I, then.
0: I was I think obviously this movie came out I was two, but. When I probably first saw it was maybe like ninety ninety eight, you know, so four or four at that time. So yeah, okay. All right. My perception of comedy was is, is not there.
2: I mean it was fall ninety-six. That means Dennis and I had just met each other. Was it fall of ninety six? Okay. Wait, did you yeah. just yeah.
0: watch the movie together or no?
2: No, I watched this at
1: in I watched this at home. Okay, maybe I, not. Wait. I de- I definitely watched this at home. I think this is right before I meant oh wait, no, it's no so it's, no, it's, mean, no, no, just, no no no, sorry. Wait, did no, we mean Clark, like, yeah, Clark, yeah. this movie came out December 13th. I was home for, ah, was home for okay. Christmas. It was it was we were home. We were at home. All right. That is right after yeah. finals. I have the poster right in front of me so I can see it's, fr- <laughs> it's Friday <laughs> Friday, December thirteenth, uh-huh. but F R Y is how they right. called it. Yeah. I wanted because I I, I just never cry.
0: had the chance to go back and watch this movie or even like wanted to. You know, or found the made the time to do it, and I figured, why not now? Why not talk about it on show? Because it, I think what I learned, this is a comic book movie. Mm. You know, well,
2: it was it was based off of it's a inspired set of cards. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that 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 are kind of comic like, but because we, I mean. We grew up with Pokemon cards. That's what we think of when we say cards or yeah, magic yeah, cards. Yeah. But back then they had baseball cards, and then they had these fantasy cards like these Alien mm-hmm. Invasion, such and so. That was this was a a short lived run, and ironically it was almost tops tops, tops trading tops, cards. Yeah, tops yeah. trading but cards. But it was
0: a what Mars Attacks was a property yes prior
2: to the movie yes
1: yeah yes it was probably something that like tim burton grew up with as a kid or something you know like mm-hmm. and and it it evokes a very 1950s kind of mm-hmm. par- paranoia of 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 uh, you know of aliens and stuff like that yeah. you got you got to remember like the, back then like like his generation like tim burton's generation of 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 kids like i mean these people grew up like hearing stories about like War of the Worlds, you know, like the oh yeah, like that. And stuff we like joke that.
0: about it, but like yeah, that is not too far removed from when that happened. That,
1: yeah, that, exactly. That happened. Can you can you imagine like how terrifying that broadcast had to have been for everybody who didn't have TV or anything else to like like they they only had the radio to listen to, and then they hear this, and it's yeah, so. You know, aliens have always kind of like made people wigged out. Like I think it's funny that nowadays like we have like government hearings on like whether or not like aliens exist and like when people admit to it, yes, like people are just like, "Ah, eh, whatever. What else is on the news?" You know, like that's crazy to me. It's it's crazy, but but yeah, there this this is this was ma- trying to evoke the feelings of a of a simpler time when 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 this was like the thing that would terrify everybody because you you just didn't know what to expect and with that i'm going to stop talking about mars attacks for right now and we'll go back into it i hope anybody who's listening either you know on the on the day we release this or anytime after if you really do like this kind of thing where we just sit around and talk about any of the fun old movies that you know one of us or all of us grew up watching Let us know in the comments, please, you know, hit the like button, subscribe, follow us on all the, all the, the channels, you know, you can follow me and, and media everywhere. And, uh, you know, Ricky and, and Clark, they have their own plug to plug, but yeah, before we get into that, like, I mean, well, you can plug yours by the way.
0: Oh, Ricky, Ricky, the nerd at on Instagram, follow me there. I don't, I don't really want to do
1: X. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. X is weird. X is weird. Mm -hmm. new, right. And then, Clark, do you want anybody following you anywhere? Not yet. Cool. Plug right. and play. <laughs> Fine. Well, then, uh, um, yeah. I, I just wanted to get those plugs in there before yep. we go mm-hmm. and do other stuff. And we'll probably be doing more of these uh, for a while now because, like, in all honesty, you know, like, we are the mostly Marvel podcast. But we can only mostly talk about Marvel stuff when there is Marvel stuff to talk about. And they chose to blow 14 episodes in two weeks. And so what are we supposed to do now? We got we got other stuff. We? Yeah. Now, with that said, I will I will switch gears to what have you guys been watching besides Mars Attacks?
0: Clark, we haven't heard from you in a minute. You can maybe back up some of my Godzilla love.
2: I, I finished Monarch, which I did like on Apple TV, you know, as a Monarch, as a Godzilla-verse fan. And I am definitely looking forward to Godzilla Kong New Empire. So... Mark was good, as as I said before. You know, if for nothing more than seeing Kurt Russell and his son play the same character, uh, which is a lot of fun. But I did like that they tied in, you know, the movies, the timing of of what the, what the movie was, and and they they made the people interesting matter
0: <laughs> matter.
2: I mean, not I I, you know, it's still it still is tricky because you always want to see more monsters in the monsters and i think they i think they did hit the minimum of that but you know i hope i I hope there's a season two so yeah
0: no in in terms of a franchise right it's a great season Mm -hmm. it's a great story and it gets you excited for the next thing like i i'm gonna go into kong godzilla 2 super hyped up and that's something that i don't know if i would have said before this show (laughs)
1: I'm glad you guys like Monarch so much. I will eventually watch it. I was recently seeing there was like a an ad for three months of free. You're just Apple waiting to milk the shit out of yeah. Apple TV. I do. I when I I go hard on Apple TV when it when I when it, there's enough there's enough for me to go on because yeah. I don't think there's enough normally like to to sustain a subscription to that That's service. Worth your
0: your eight bucks to watch. I I just finished After Party season two. Not as great as the first, but After Party still fun. Yeah, like watch Schmigadoon next. oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good.
1: I I like things on Apple TV, but I I don't love Apple TV enough mm-hmm. to keep it. You know what I mean? Like like Disney and Hulu, that bundle keeps me entertained all year round. You know what I mean? Like I can watch Welcome to Rexham. That bundle is going Far- to be more expensive here soon. I I can watch Fargo. I just finished Fargo this this week. The the new season. Oh my god, it was excellent. I've been watching. You know my our our good friend. uh Dave has has had uh, access to Peacock for a while, and I I I occasionally dip over there to check it out. And I watched Ted this week, the TV show.
0: Is it good? I've heard a lot of good things about it. You know what?
1: I hated it for the first twenty minutes, and and because and I was like, "What is this? Is like this feels weird. It feels wrong. That kid doesn't look like Mark Wahlberg at all." Like these parents are, I don't know, everybody's from the Orville, like all his, all his like cast members from the Orville are just on the show. And then at some point, like I, I realized I like paused it and I was like, how long is this episode? And the episodes are like 40, 45 minutes long. So like, that's why it felt like Mm -hmm. it was dragging. And the first episode I'm spoiling a little bit. Eventually they finally tripod for the first time together. And then the status quo is set because then it becomes Ted. Then it feels like the movie, you know, like uh, how like they're just these two dead beasts is just like screwing off all the time doing stupid stuff. And then yeah, like once it becomes that, then it's a great show. Like then it's if you like the movie, Ted is
0: I mean, is I'm in the movie technically, so
1: yeah. If you like if you like the movie Get through the first 20, 30 minutes of the first episode, and the rest of it is gold. And the cool thing is, like, you know, it's Seth MacFarlane, and like, he really does appreciate like the 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 American sitcom. And so he tries to do like a new modern take on the sitcom. You know, like where there are meaningful stories, right? Like, there's like a story of there's stories of acceptance, of bullying, of of like, you know, like coming out as 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 gay, and, like all these different things. But with that Seth MacFarlane like silliness and and, and and humor, but like he rides a good line of emotion and 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 ridiculous, and it's
0: he's funny. He knows how to freak- be funny. He's, he's yeah. I mean, he's been doing but it for I, a minute. But
1: I will say, I like it better than the Orville because it knows what it's supposed to be and it stays in its lane. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think the Orville lost its way along at some point. Like, it started as this like comedic parody of Star Trek. And then it's like, why don't we just do Star Trek? And it's like, now it's just like, I, I, I'm trying to get through the third Wasn't Orville season. over. Yeah, I'm trying to get through the third season finally, because I, you know, once I finished Ted, I was like, oh, what else is there to watch? And so I've been watching the third season of Orville and it's it's not great. It's not great, but it's it lacks all the funny and it, it just makes me
0: makes me sad. Now it's one of those one for you, one for me projects. For sure.
1: Oh, that one is definitely for him. Yeah. Like he <laughs> that is his his love letter, and he got so deep in it that he just do you like the Orville Clark? I'm just
2: curious. I haven't finished season two. Very I know lovely. I finished season one, and I'm somewhere in season two. I don't remember where I stopped. I like season
1: one. Season one's funny. Mm-hmm. Isn't season two got weird. Like season one has a guy get addicted to porn in their version of the holodeck and that is super funny and super timely i think you know yeah it's pretty funny but anyways ted's ted's good for a laugh if you like ted if you like the humor of ted if you don't like ted or seth mcfarland do not watch that show it's not 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 i recommend anyways that's that's what i got i don't know fargo and ted two
0: Fargo and ted well, I think that's a, what we were watching. Wait, what about our, Clark? I thought Clark Clark got to look. I said monarch,
2: but you know other stuff. Oh. I mean, let's see, what have I? I mean, I've been watching Reacher, which I is a lot of right. fun. I finished that right before we got here,
1: and yeah. uh, the large white manchu. Uh, yes, <laughs> She's so my wife. My wife loves it now because she calls it that. Like she calls that, it. That you, is perfectly fine. She, she's like, Are yeah. you gonna watch the large white large man white show? Reacher. And we watch it. And I'm like, Lindsay. I'm like, oh, Richard just kicked everyone's ass with his hands tied by his back. And she's like, and she'll yell across the house, is it because he's a large white man? And I'm like, Yep. Yeah. Just starts laughing because she loves it. <laughs> it's so good. It makes her it makes her laugh. It's a great show. Alan
2: Richard, yeah. really good. <laughs> yeah, also, I I, that, I really like him.
0: Large White Man show that can go for family guy.
1: No, it doesn't. It the doesn't Connors, in the
2: same way. It doesn't in the same way. I mean, I finally, uh, I finally started Modern Family, and I've been really enjoying that. So there's a whole. Wow. lot. Of, I you know, never
1: watched Modern Family, huh? Never watched it. You know, it's the same people who created Married with Children.
2: Yep. And you know, and it's it's I've been really enjoying it. So I'm well into season one.
0: It did like twelve seasons or Yeah, it's.
2: Yeah. I think it's one of the. It's one of the. I think it's Peacock. It's one of the new ser- one of the new streaming services that I just got last year that I could finally watch it on. So I thought it's on Hulu. Or is it Hulu. It might be Hulu.
0: It's ABC. Yeah.
2: It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, it has commercials. So it's one of the ones that I have that has commercials. But- <laughs> oh, well, it's just like you're watching the real thing. I know. I just I, I can't afford all the the non-commercial when, when they had such deals because you know, like I got Disney and Hulu for three bucks a month, but they're with commercials. But it's only three bucks a month. I I feel it. Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race came back like a week or two ago, and
1: I have to watch it on the MTV app. And oh my god, the commercials—they're <laughs> so bad. They're so bad. And like there, there's you know what's really offensive is it's a bunch of commercials trying to sell me pills to to just to to deal with my varying degrees of diabetes. Like it's yeah. it, it's either to prevent me from getting diabetes or if I've already got full-blown diabetes, this is the drug that's, and I'm like, what are you trying to say to me commercials? I feel so targeted
2: right now. It's the it's, theme that bugs me about the the commercials is when you're watching TV, old school TV, they knew when the commercial breaks were going to be, you could tell the music goes Bum. And like it'll, it'll freeze. And like, you know, they had all the commercials set and the story was actually designed to go to the commercial breaks. And yeah. some of the services, these, they, they, they don't respect that at all. They'll just, they will randomly put a drop a commercial like right in the middle of a scene. And you're like, no, come back to me. And then, then it goes to a, a, a Kia commercial and That's you're true. just like, what? And then it just jumps right back in.
1: You're lucky you're getting Kia commercials, man. I, I know way too much. <laughs> I know way too much about Ozempic right now. I would right say, here. sell me
0: some Ozempic right now.
1: <laughs> no, seriously. And then the weirdest thing I've I, I got going on for that Ozempic is like their new commercial is like they sing the oh, oh, O-Zempic. Oh, oh, Ozempic. And I'm like, what the hell? Do you understand that there's an entire generation of people that are going to grow up thinking that's the song? And that weirds me out. Like that's that's marketing at its grossest. It's so weird. Yeah. Anyways, I'm done ranting, Ricky. If you got news, let's do this. You don't oh, need to
0: say. Oh oh oh, do this. <laughs>
1: What was that? What was that?
0: That was, that was the news. Uh, <laughs> hey. Kind of kicking off a lot of last week's news. Daredevil Born Again, originally supposed to have 18 episodes. Oh, no. May not have 18 episodes. So this comes saw from Vincent D'Onofrio. If you don't know, the that show was filming prior to the strike. It wasn't doing so hot, according to the people who were working on it. And... Almost everyone working on that show got fired in, in a creative capacity. And post-Strike, they hired, totally lost on who they hired. Okay, Dario uh, Scar- Scardapine to be the new showrunner. And with the new changes that he brought in, that's how you kind of got the, the Netflix show back into the MCU. Foggy's coming back. They're doing a lot more reworks re- re- a- of that show. What about Karen? Is Karen coming Karen's back? coming back? I heard Karen's um, coming back.
2: Nice. And I'll be I so, will be honest.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Make all the changes. Do it. Be,
0: fix yeah, it. Yeah, if you think it's good. I, mean, it. I don't know. I don't want to say what was they have broken, but if they felt creatively that it wasn't working, fix it.
2: I, I have right. always said how much I love the the court stuff as much as the action, which is why I love Daredevil, because I feel the, that his secret identity is also as interesting but when i heard that the first four episodes don't even have him as daredevil are all court drama stuff come on even i am like that's you gotta have balance
1: you gotta yes you gotta have a little bit of you gotta he's gotta go beat up somebody every now and then yeah Come come on come on Well, that's cool. Like, I don't care if it's really eighteen episodes. That's that's mm-hmm. a lot. That's that's too many. Unless it like unless they run it for eighteen separate weeks and then we got the rest of the year taken care of. That's great. Wait, this isn't even coming out this year, is it?
0: No, this is the not the anymore. Next yeah. year at best, the only thing that might be coming out this year is that I get the
1: an X Men, right? Yeah. Ninety seven. Mm-hmm.
0: In terms of live action, though, mm-hmm. stop <laughs> hating. <laughs> Well, no Hayden, as we'll move right but yeah, along. I, I consider that good news. Moon Girls, the Moon Girl and Double Dinosaurs getting another season coming out uh, next month. Any guys ever watch Moon
1: Girl? I watched like an episode of it, and I was like, "Fun." M-. I was like, "This one might not be for me."
0: It's might definitely a, a kids show, but I think there's some good stuff in there. You're gonna have some uh, special guests in season two. You got Arsenio Hall. You got Cobra, not Cobra Kai, uh, Sholo. Mari Duende or Mari Duenna, Blue Beetle, Edward James Almost Parker Posey, David Tennant, Peter Weller. So if you like Moon Girl, you're gonna get more Moon Girl.
1: So nice. coming next month. Nice. By the way, I did check. X-Men ninety seven is still scheduled to premiere in early 2024. That first. just means some that just means sometime before July, technically, right? Yeah. Really. <laughs> right? Like that's all it means. But it's still, it's still we got something to look forward to eventually. Okay. I I
0: Good. What was What was he, he going to say? I, I was ready to move on. Yeah, I see it. Oh, R. D. J. Robert Downey Jr. Kind of doing the rounds for Oppenheimer, the uh, awards uh, circuit, doing some press. He had mentioned that his role as Iron Man in the MCU is probably some of his best work, but given the genre, went unnoticed. And it's kind of a little interesting to look back on his career. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Well, I I present you guys with the question: Who else you think was in this category? Christian Bale. Christian Bale, just two. Robert Pattinson, the Batman. I think he was great. I think he was
1: really good. Mm -hmm. I think. I think Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is amazing. Like, think think about like how bad you feel about like. Having to go back and watch the old Incredible Hulk, right? Because like you're like, oh, this is that one without Mark
0: Ruffalo, right? Like he he is the Hulk, dude. Like counter and say we haven't gotten enough of Mark Ruffalo yet to make a sound judgment. But
1: but every time you got him, you loved him, right? Like you enjoy his you enjoy his presence. I think I think Mark Ruffalo embodies that character as much as 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 Hardy J is his iron man. I
2: think uh, I also I also think there's there's snippets. There's like in Thor Ragnarok, the interaction between Thor and Loki, especially when they're in the elevator and when they're in the room. Yeah. I think Loki it's is brilliant. You know, and Loki's a good one. Loki's another uh, one for sure. Yeah, you know, there's there are absolutely great acting moments in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and that Josh Brolin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Josh Brolin, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know. I would say, I think Anthony Mackie in Falcon and Soldier is, there's some good, good slices in that show. Actually, watch some of the bits with him and uh, what's what's the scene? Who's the older? Honestly,
1: honestly, Sebastian Stan in everything that he's, in in the entire MCU. He's, yeah, he's super, super amazing. And he's, my love of him in the MCU makes me go watch his other stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So he like, is really
0: good. he has he the scene a, a wide body of work yeah. outside of Yeah, The Winter Soldier.
2: I mean, the the scene in The Winter Soldier where he's got his arm clamped and he's just talking about how he's how he's him is like your mom's name is Cheryl. You used to put paper in your shoes to make yourself look taller. Yeah. Uh, that that's that's great acting. And then another one, honestly,
1: I mean, Mm. you know, it's they got to They got to eat crow for this one. But like, Ricky, weren't we talking about when we were listening to what if how much it hurts to hear Lake Bell be Black Widow? Like it does. It doesn't hit right. Right. Because ScarJo does because ScarJo nailed that character. Right. Like Mm -hmm. she really did. Like I loved watching her be Black Widow every single time she was Black Widow. Yeah. Um Ever since Iron Man two, like ever since then, so yeah, I think they, I, I fully agree with Robert Downey Jr. that like it is some of his best work, and and the critics have totally just like not given it, given him the flowers he deserves because of the genre, and I think that's the whole reason like uh, the awards shows have have gotten out of favor with so many of the fans over the over the last two decades and stuff is because of movies that people love to talk about all year long and then they go and see the nominations and those movies are not the ones being nominated to the point where like they've had to adapt and create like special categories for like oh critical box office success you know so that barbie like just give barbie an award for being a good movie don't you don't have to make a special category to pretend that it would never normally qualify. Mm-hmm. Barbie's Barbie's a really good movie, guys. That's that's just the facts. Like it is. And so it's just weird to me that the critics are just so they're they're so gatekeepy of what is allowed to be considered quality yes. cinema versus not. You know what I mean? Barbie Gatekeeping a is
2: the perfect phrase, you know, for that. No, Barbie's I think, I think quality.
0: It, I mean, it is like, like who who uh, nominates him, like it it is like, like bag or 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 I mean, the academy like those are you're voted on by your peers let's see yeah but let's That's even
2: take scorsese you know who, who said his whole thing about how marvel isn't really movies but scorsese himself had to finally get you know had had all these movies casino you know his his whole series of stuff and he finally gets it for departed which is a very good movie but it's not one of his absolute you know best same thing for leonardo dicaprio that you know they they finally gave him an Oscar after years and years and years, and that's what the Academy does. It like it it they somehow have this Damn, pay italy- your due or or tally yeah. yeah like okay now it's your yeah. turn it's your turn now.
0: Also, I'll say yeah. this: I I do the the only counterpoint I would argue is, in like a Marvel movie is really a is made by a committee, right? It's not necessarily one person's overall vision of of what that movie is, just given the nature of what those films are and how they're created. Whereas like a Tarantino film or a Scorsese film is more focused on what they want to put on screen and what work they want to represent. Nothing is bad either way.
1: But art can be done by committee and art can be done by an individual. Art is art. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. and it and it's 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 subjective for sure, like how you want to 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 decide, you know what what qualifies as art I mean, or, you know, or, or or not. But at the end of the day, it's,
2: the classics it's, uh, of today were the popular movies of fifty years ago.
1: Exactly, exactly. That's the thing. And so, like, here's here's my simple answer to this this whole Robert Downey Jr. thing. Like, think about the entire MCU and what like the first phase first three phases and when it ends with i am iron man and he snaps right do you remember that audience in that room when you when when we all watched robert downey jr's character say his goodbyes for forever possibly yeah, people would have like, showed up in the theater right but like seriously though like people were moved in different ways right maybe not the ways you want them to be moved ricky like but like people were moved and why it's because of his performance over like the what like the 10 years that he did that character like he was he moved people and and honestly as much as people want to hate on the MCU nowadays for whatever you know like whatever fa- uh, faults it has like that guy got away unscathed right like that character mm-hmm. is like top tier superhero now right which is which is to say a lot, right? We've said that a lot on the show is that like Iron Man before that movie was not top tier, you know what I mean? And so, but now like everybody in the world loves Iron Man and, and, and we're not even clamoring for a new Iron Man reboot. We're fine with it. We're like, we're going to be good with that being Iron Man for another five, six years, you know, before we start saying, okay, reboot the whole thing, give us a new Iron Man, you know, like it's, because his performance was so strong. And so I think it, I think he is, he's right. That is some of his best work because he moved an entire planet to, to rally behind this character. You know what I mean? So, Hey mm-hmm. man, amen. amen.
0: Well, our subjective last bit of news. Take a look at this piece of arts. <laughs> twenty-four. the studio behind the movie iron claw is releasing a, Action figure based on uh, Zach Efron is Kevin Von Eric. All right. The only reason I bought it is because it is toy news technically, and I-, I couldn't find who's making the toy actually. So I'd be curious to know. But Dennis, will you be buying a Zach Efron uh, action figure?
1: Well, one, no, I don't love Zach Efron the way you love it, Zach Efron. Good
0: um, movie. This may be his Oscar. Who- too
1: i haven't seen that movie so i have no i have no dog in that race to say that yeah no i don't i don't it doesn't mean anything to me right now so it's cool i'm glad you do that before everything everywhere all at once boys (laughs) i want to be like i feel like that probably exists too (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm I'm glad you're getting your toy. In unrelated toy, or like more related toy news, rather, that Wolverine and Joe Fix at pack went up pre-order today, or I guess yesterday, depending mm-hmm. on how we're we're broadcasting this. Highly recommend anybody who is fans of those iconic co- comic covers. It's very cool. But I'm happy for you, Ricky. I'm happy that you're going to have a Zach Efron, Kevin Bon Eric toy
0: my good for you my disney channel reunion uh, that will be uh, completed
1: i don't i don't know what that means
0: well, I don't know what that means either I, well
1: I should we get it yes do it do it
0: it's here it's now it is time to talk about tim burton's Mars Attacks. I feel like I I feel like I can't do the voice because it just sounds inherently bad and maybe slightly. I'm flying.
1: I don't I'm not going to dive into why you think it sounds racist so we're not going to go there. Well you know originally they had dialogue
2: and what, what?
1: Yeah, go. This is why this is
2: why Clark's here, guys. They go originally had it. dialogue and they decided the movie was too long. And so they re-edited it and they took and then they also they had subtitles, but then they they came up with the idea of the translation device and they thought that was clever because they they didn't really need to show the nuances of the Martians that kind of was more terrifying. When you, you didn't know their 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 nuance, so, and I I do not have a a copy of of you telling of the me there's a cut, story. dialogue yeah. cut, you know if if there is it's on the cutty room floor, no, I've not i not seen the dialogue cut,
0: I mean where do we begin? Let I why not? Just you take give, me
1: give me your summary of what this the plot of this movie is,
0: I I want to uh... hear
1: your summary first.
0: Aliens descend from Mars to Earth in a bid to conquer our world. And, man, and man, in, their, in their quest, we are presented with vignettes of different facets of American society on how they deal with this extraterrestrial threats. Can I give mine? Sure.
1: I think this movie is a living cartoon of what happens when superior species decides to go and screw with an inferior species just for the hell of it. I'm not even certain that their purpose was to conquer earth. They just really felt like screwing with us at every single turn. And it is, it is absolutely a Bugs Bunny cartoon come to life. Like that that is what this movie is. And if, if you're not on board with that, like I wasn't when I was 18 or, or when, when this movie came out, like I didn't understand that I was going to like I, I, I like go this movie a lot, to. dude. I kind of loved this movie when I watched it yesterday. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie and it's so fun to see how much your mind can change as you get older. And, and as you, you know, as you have time to experience things and see things through different lenses, this movie is a joy to watch because of its absurdist humor
2: it is completely bonkers
0: like clark let's hear clark's thoughts real quick
2: this movie is a little boy burning ants with a magnifying glass <laughs> thank you thank you it's great and it is it is absolutely tim burton when he was at the point where the studio said here's your money go make your movie and all these stars wanted to flock with him. They all wanted to work with him at that point. That's how you get Jack Nicholson and Annette Benning. And so they're like, yes, I want to work with Tim Burton. You know, because they want to do something different. Did, and did you know this that? was just his ideas just going, you know what? That'd be funny.
1: Fun fact, Jack Nicholson accepted the role without ever reading a script.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe it
1: he like, just I, wanted to do another movie with Tim Burton.
0: Yeah, and he I, joked
2: about I'll, I'll I'll play all the roles and they're like, "No, no, but we'll give you two of them."
0: Like, I know, I, it's so funny. <laughs> I think it works so well because they you know, it's played fairly straight for like the first 20 minutes. Maybe up like up until they land in Nevada, it's like semi serious. But then they dial it up like, they they onboard you really well to the absurdity of, like, what's going on.
2: Yeah.
0: Where it's never over the top, I feel. Well, okay. It's just inc- no. incremental in a sense that you just kind of accept it, but you understand. Like, you get to the point where, like, oh, this is pretty funny. You just
2: said it's never over the top for a movie that begins with a herd of cattle on fire running by a house.
0: The was a thing to me as a child. No, no. You know, it,
1: it was kind of traumatizing to see it yesterday when I watched mm-hmm. that. I was like, wow. That's, and uh, and then making barbecue
2: this. jokes. Yeah. It smells like barbecue. But uh, in fairness, I bet it did yes. smell really good. Though. Yeah, it probably so really good. The scriptwriter, they kept asking him to take that scene out. They didn't want it. And he kept leaving it in, leaving it in. And then they fired him. And they got two more people to come in. Didn't really work creatively with Tim. Went back. They ended up hiring the first scriptwriter again. And that's why we have the cattle. He, he, he was adamant. That's how he wanted to start the movie.
1: I think it's a good, I think it sets mm-hmm. a good tone because there's like jokes, but there's also horror. Yes. And, and it is a dark comedy, right? Like yes. It is, mm-hmm. it is that in the, it's, it's very, it plays to the humor, but it plays to the, the horror of, of everything happening in this weird way. Like, so yeah, you see a lot of traumatic things. you see, like Ricky, were talk- we were talking about earlier the dismemberment of Pierce Brosnan. You see all his body parts like hanging on on hooks and, and dripping blood and stuff. And it's really weird because like at the same time, it's like he's having like this romantic scene with like Sarah Jessica Parker, who's got her head mm-hmm. sewed onto a chihuahua. And <laughs> like it's it's so bananas like but like every single thing about this movie was deliberately decided by you know, Tim Burton and his crew of people mm-hmm. and everything that made it into the movie is it contributes to the ridiculousness yeah. of it. So mm-hmm. so that cattle running across the, the 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 road completely on fire, probably because these aliens decided to just screw with some
2: cows. It's it's that's that's it the like, tone. And that's it's what I said. It's exactly what you said. It's it was them messing with us. And they were. And I, I have to totally agree with you. I like this better watching it yesterday they I did I, I liked it better than I remember watching it the first time I watched it Oh, well, well, yeah, it was so good
0: to to Dennis's point like it is different vignettes like none of the stories really like intersect in a way yeah but but your, they're yeah. they're very efficient with when each stays on screen you get a lot mm-hmm. of information thrown at you I mean everybody really, gets
1: yeah everybody gets their story
2: arcs they're just dumb yeah they're very
0: arc. they're very that fleshed, is... I mean, but they're fleshed out and they're complete
2: That is how they cut the budget because they were they were gonna go to a lot more different countries and mess with them, but they had to. They're like, okay, we gotta get this closer to seventy million. So they just
1: got the picture of them in front of the Taj Mahal, and that's it. Yes, (laughs) and and and
0: they go to they go to Paris.
2: I do I do want to show off uh, since Dennis asked me, like, oh, Clark, you know, can you find that movie? I, I have to show the the Tim Burton collection. So thank you to Physical Media. Which has Mars Attacks in the this this wow. set?
0: Where does that uh, of, collection end?
2: Of Batman, Batman Returns, Beetlejuice, Mars Attacks, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and Corpse Bride. Right. But yeah. uh,
1: it's a good it's a good collection. I will say that Mars Attacks is the least, uh, it's the most colorful of all of those movies. Like, <laughs> yeah. and that is that is the funniest thing about Mars Attacks is like it doesn't read visually like a tim burton movie right because because tim burton uses a lot of black in his movies like a lot Mm -hmm. of dark shadows a lot of a lot of like moodiness and and in this movie it's just bright even when the cows are running on fire it's very bright like it's you can clearly see the cows and they're completely aflame you know And, and 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 everything about the designs of all the sets all the all the the aliens, all, all of the wardrobe. It's very
2: bright and in your face, and it's it just it's it's like wh- where did this Tim Burton and how the from? the the skeletons either go red or green to simulate Christmas, just like they did, just like they were in Beetlejuice, yeah, the, the red skeletons.
1: But yes, apparently they chose to make them red and green because it was originally going to be a Christmas release movie, mm-hmm. and I guess they thought that was. <laughs> you know, fest, festive to have the skeletons turn right into when people get disintegrated. Yeah.
0: Like they uh, I mean I feel like they don't make movies like this anymore. Just yeah. Well, it has a lot of aspects of a horror movie. You know, and,
2: and yeah. where it's it's just kind of like where most of the cast is dead by the end of the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you know, honestly what it reminded me of while I was watching it, and I know this is a deep cut for Ticky. But it kind of made me feel like it was a more contemporary Doctor Strange love. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like uh, I, you've seen. I mean, Doctor it's Strange a lot loves, of the same yeah.
0: like imagery, especially once they, as you get into it. Like they're in the room, right? The Situation Room, and, and yeah, it's, and it's, it's 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 a
1: lot of the the go- the shadow government running the mm-hmm. world and making really poor haphazard decisions on behalf of its people, and and things just going way
2: out of control the whole time, okay. you know. Did did you not notice this time how many times people were fooled with oh, we come in peace" and then they die, you, you know? And yeah. even the, either, even when they got to the the prime minister of France, Francois, get out of there. And I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah,
0: it's 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 so funny, you know. Like, in hindsight, this movie like honestly reminded me a lot more of uh, Dick Tracy, like just in terms of going all the way with it right with the theme and yeah not you could see it can their, see
1: that, yeah because yeah because yeah, the movie was supposed to take place like in the 90s right but like but like the uniforms and equipment from the military was yeah all, like, all the 50s.
0: 50s. 50s. Yeah.
1: yeah so it was kind of weird like how they were trying to if they were trying to evoke an aesthetic from a from a different time Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, you know, like the aliens, especially with the yeah, flying the the, right.
2: the clan, yeah, the alien technology that looks like techno toys,
1: like ray guns and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. And
2: uh, I I, and will, I, do, I will go ahead. Oh, I was saying how like I love
1: how the, the the two kids, Pam Pam Greer's kids, end up saving so many people because they like just going to skip, say they skip yeah. school to go shoot ray guns and in, in video. Were games.
0: Were there any cameos that you forgot that you're surprised to see when you rewatched it? I forgot
1: Michael J. Fox was in this movie and, and (laughs) that it it made me happy and sad at the same time because, like, yeah, like he, like every time he ever gave us his performance in a movie, it was a treat. And his performance is so short in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, um, but not as short as Jack Black, which I did not know. That I didn't know. And the only (laughs) one that's the only one that has a shorter, more surprisingly, Like, less spectacular. No, no. Christina
0: Applegate. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Christina Applegate has almost no lines in this movie. And she just, like, shows up and kisses Jack Black goodbye when he goes off to fight Martians. And then the next time you see her, she's cheating on him. Or I guess he's dead already. She's banging a different guy and gets and gets perved out on by a bunch of aliens outside the window before they obliterate her. And I was like, "That's
2: Christina Applegate's role in this movie." Like, that's that just that blew me away. It, it was, was really interesting to see. Yeah, people at sort of the beginning of their careers or, or stuff versus. I mean, Christina Applegate had a TV career, but she didn't well, yeah, have people movies, at their you know. prime in that movie too. Yeah, versus people at their prime. You know, you know, yeah,
0: the huge stars, Annette Benning, yeah, Annette, Annette Bening, Bening, Glenn,
1: Cl- Glenn Close, mm-hmm.
0: Mark Shore. yeah, yeah. Natalie Portman was pretty famous at
2: that
1: point, right? Not yet. I mean, really? uh, she'd, Not, only done, she'd only done her big movie, you know, but uh, Leon, the yeah, professional. The professional, yeah. She wasn't super famous, but famous mm-hmm. enough. Famous enough, yeah. I mean, I think that was pre a Star Wars announcement. I think she had oh. done Beautiful Girls also, Beautiful Girls, mm-hmm. which is a
2: good movie too. But I, I do want to say that one part that made me laugh this the same as I remember really laughing in the theater, just as you said, was when the two boys join in with the Secret Service. And then when they go get the president out of here <laughs> and are totally, <laughs> totally taken over. Oh, that made I was me laugh.
1: I was kind of weirded out, like not that I'm really questioning the continuity of uh, choices of this movie, just because like mm-hmm. it's absurd. You're not really supposed yeah. to like question a lot about it it gets a, it gets a free pass for most things but i was weirded out that they were saving the president with ray guns in that scene and the next time you see those kids they're back home like
2: i was like yeah. wait wouldn't, wouldn't the president keep these kids around but i was like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's i fine. have a question for you dennis because i remember when when they were filming the movie they made a big deal out of imploding that hotel in vegas
0: yeah, that that was a real building, right? Yeah, that was a real bit. Yeah,
1: okay, was it? I don't yes. remember. It looked what pretty real. Was.
2: Okay, yeah. I don't. I I remember that. Yeah, they they made a big announcement how they they allowed. Uh, they were letting. It's going to be Tim Burton's new movie, and they they filmed. They allowed him to film it from all the angles. So like that was, that was the actual implosion of that hotel. And as a Vegas resident, I was wondering if you remembered, like. If if that was big news around the city, but I just remember the, that the the casino was the landmark once
1: owned by Howard Hughes. The, the the location is now an expansion of the parking lot for the Las Vegas Convention Center. So, mm-hmm. there you go. That's <laughs> that's what ended up in place of that thing. Mm-hmm. I found it. I have the trivia bits all up in in front now, of me right t- now. So, hundred
0: percent. That makes us so, so much sense right now because like when it, they're showing the white shots of the of the. When it blew up, I'm like, A, this looks really good. And B, why is there a big L on top?
1: Yeah, there you go. It was the landmark. I don't even remember that casino. Okay. It's like they, they. I've, I mean, for anyone listening, I grew up in that city and I've seen a lot of hotels demolished. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard to remember. I think I would remember if like certain ones, like if they ever demolished the stratosphere, that would be a fun one to watch go down for sure. But yeah, no, it's uh, I did, that's a nice little tidbit that I didn't remember. So that's pretty cool. That's funny. But yeah, it's it's definitely I I guess Clark, what is what else is there about this movie that you wanted to get out there because I know I kind of stole the the cameo question by Ricky.
2: Originally, they thought they were thinking of doing another top's line which was dinosaurs attack, but he didn't want to be as close to Jurassic park so that's why they went they went with mars i thought that was interesting gotcha you know the the again this is just one of those quirky ones where they they let tiburn go crazy and i remember at the time people saying all right maybe we let him go too crazy <laughs> but i mean clearly he still has been very very successful
0: I, I i really wish we get something like this in the future like i think there's some there's a joy to have like a, the closest thing that in recent time that I can remember is like the, what is that movie? The movie 42, which is just mm-hmm. a bunch of, but
1: we you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the A, yeah. the super a list versus being put in being silly. Being dumb. but I think yeah. it's, it's kind of like, it, it's, it's uh, a, this kind of
1: movie needs to happen every generation yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: You, you yeah. need one. Yeah, you need, you need everybody to, to, yeah. um, to agree and just have fun. Like this is a fun movie.
1: Honestly, like even as absurd as it is, don't you kind of believe that if aliens were gonna try and get into the White House, that they might actually like study Playboy magazines and create a prostitute bot to seduce somebody who works inside the White House just to get it? Like everything, all that logic tracked as far as cartoon logic went. Like, and the fact they, that Martin they Short was it down.
0: too, right? Like, yeah. yes, they, oh yeah, the seed, You know, Martin yeah. Short's a shitty person. Like i mean they, it,
1: don't judge him i mean he he just does no but
0: you, mean, you know i mean they set up his character they right, and, this and the like,
1: room. i know right <laughs>
0: everything uh, in this movie is super efficient
1: but i love that he's that that's the character that he's down to play mm-hmm. in that movie and and mm-hmm. yeah every every single like that that alien girl thing even the, the internal logic going on is so solid right like the eyes never blink the, mm-hmm. the, the, the gum is constantly being chewed Yeah, and you just know you don't even need that scene when the scientists do the, 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 the autopsy and figure out that the gum is nitrogen. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of figured it out just by watching this, you know, like it's all, it's all really easy to read and easy to digest. And so mm-hmm. the only thing that you have to think about is why, you know, why, why is everything happening the way it is? And it's because and you don't ever get the answer to that. That's the best part. Oh, you know I mean? something
2: like, we we haven't mentioned that I need to shout out is another cracker score from Danny Elfman. Yeah, <laughs> that that music was just fun. A lot
0: was, of you know, that. that, it's, a
2: that pretty, it's a pretty good one. That yeah. March. It just it just fit. It just fit. I remember.
1: Supposedly Johnny Depp turned down the role that Michael J. Fox played, by the way. Mm. I have a hard time believing that, but. It is a short role so or a short performance yeah. so who knows I will say the uh, the movie also exceeds at being escapist in that it tries to make you believe that Sarah that Jessica Sarah Jessica Parker is somehow beautiful that was really awesome as well <laughs> <laughs> and
2: and clearly the dog lover oh the Chihuahua lover I couldn't I couldn't I- I- for you
1: I couldn't let this show go without me getting one one dig in there, even if it gets trouble. Uh, I just I can't I don't like Sarah Jessica Parker. I never liked her. Mm-hmm. And I just I think this movie caught her at a time when she was really big. And so, you know, she was she was a get, but mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really. I, she was for me the hardest to enjoy. Is this
0: pre-Sex in the City? Or,
1: mm-hmm. uh, no, I think it was I during think so. I think yeah. it's during Sex in the City. Yeah. I think it was at a time when she was pretty high up there. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make it all gross. and But, you know, but I just don't I don't go out of my way to watch her movies. So I appreciate that Ricky snuck one in there for me.
0: I, um, I'm happy. To, like, I think the consensus here as we as we wrap up, like it's was this it's a, it was a good, good revisit. You know, yeah, but on on, on the I highly
1: recommend it. And I think anybody who's always questioned how your government would react to aliens invading. I think when I was a kid, I thought they would never do that. As you know, as an adult now, I'm like, yeah, they probably do this, all of that. they probably do it all.
0: This is a good invite your friends over and watch a movie.
1: Yeah. And get yeah. drunk, watch this movie. It's super funny. I highly recommend. But Ricky, I think we're gonna keep whatever movie we watch next week a secret because that gives us an extra day since we're pre-recording <laughs> to, to pick one we and plan it out and everybody's just got to tune in next time so i just want to say thanks to everybody who listened thanks to clark for watching this movie at short notice and ricky take us
0: away with that true believers enough said. <laughs>